Now listening to the season, Kings. This is Jap. This is AB. What's going on today, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing pretty good, man. It seemed like it's. It felt like it's been a while since we since we recorded, man. Right? It really does, but it's really only been like a week. I know, man. Like <laughs> it felt like we've been away for for a while, man. I guess it's. You know, you you get kind of amped up, you hype, you want to get a, another episode out because we got so much to give to the people. You know what I mean to our to our kings and queens that be seasoning the culture, right? <laughs> yeah, man. I think you know you just want it to be good. You want it to be you want to be prepared. You know, right? Um, I think that's that's probably why it feels it's taking so long to record another one. We, I think today we have some some real good topics, so we just wanted to make sure our content and everything, our facts, you know, was there. So, yeah, I agree. Um, I definitely agree, man. Like. You know, I, you know, we're all about putting out good content to the people. You know, giving you that good food for thought, um, something that you guys can digest, and that uh, they, you know, the listeners can can be like, man, these guys are pretty legit in what they talk about, and hopefully, hopefully, keep you guys uh, intrigued, right? Yeah, I agree, man. Man, so, man, first off, crazy events, right? <laughs> Current events, man. I mean, what's this whole OJ thing, man? It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, this dude, like, man, he he got to be the for one the luckiest black man alive. Cause man, you you just not, keep getting off. He's not black, man. He's OJ. Man, he's OJ. <laughs> OJ. OJ. Like you said, I, I don't know if he's gonna bring it up about the uh, the whole J the, the picture, man. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. I seen, man. A, seen a picture on I think it was Instagram or one of those, man. Right, right. Like it's, I'll. Motherfucker, go ahead. <laughs> it said, <laughs> it's a picture of Jay Z looking scared, like he was concerned. And it said, when OJ show up to your concert. <laughs> and, you know, because the thing is, people, you know, my listeners that, you know, may not have seen the Jay Z and heard the album. The album was magnificent. That's what we talked about on our first podcast. But he got a song called The Story of OJ. And what do you know? You bring up OJ, he's getting out of prison. So the picture that, me and A B talking about it's a picture of him just showing up at you know at Jay Z concert like yo what up I'm out right. and Jay Z like what I even know bro so with that shit you talking right 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 get scared because this man I'll show you O J I was saying 2017 I don't know if I may ruffle some feathers but if I'm Jay Z I'm scared because that man's a killer yeah. He might be. Who he knows? Be. Allegedly, uh, uh, allegedly not. Who knows? I don't. I don't know. Knows. Yeah, only God knows. Who knows? But yeah, man. So yeah. So it is what it is, man. But I think that whole situation is crazy. How he's out and and how this man keep getting second chances um, because that don't happen for many of us. Man, how long is he locked up? Seven years. Seven years, man. It don't even feel like it, man. Because it felt like that situation just happened. It really does, man. It really does. I don't. <laughs> I remember seeing him <laughs> walking. It wasn't even in Vegas when he got caught, right? Yeah, he was in Vegas. Yeah. So I I remember that whole thing and just him going to court and how it was just the hugest deal. You know what I mean? Oh, he's back in court. Right. Right. Um, you know, for him to be able to get out, uh, you know, I just hope he can stay out, man. You know, I. 
I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. You only good two or three times before they lock you up forever. So be Man. smart, OJ. Hey, I'm gonna say you only get one time. <laughs> one time. The reason why I say you get one time is because you only get one time. And like, well, I, you know what, man? I mean, OJ, man, like, come on, man. Like, I mean, the situation you did, man. Like, I mean, you you went in there straight gun hole, just like give me my stuff back. I mean, yeah, on the smartest move. I believe OJ is very. He's an arrogant guy, man. Like my my personal opinion, like you know, I don't know the OJ. Like the back in the day, OJ, like mm-hmm. him playing, in, you know, acting in films and all that. You know, I was too young, but you know, you just watch that thirty for thirty, man. It's just like, whew. like, yeah, like Dave Chappelle said when he left the room, he did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you could probably feel it, like in the air, right? Man, just being around him, I, you know, I don't know, but. Yeah, who knows, man? I mean, that's crazy, man. It is, it is what it is, man. But man, so today, man, um, like I said earlier, I think we have some really, really good content. Um, and first, first and foremost, I want to say uh, we're going to be covering just maybe some things that make people uncomfortable. Um, but our main, main focus is just to make you think. Um, and, you know, we want people to know that we are colorblind. You know, uh, at least, you know, for I can speak for myself, you know, um, I don't I don't want to be portrayed as being racist or prejudiced or, you know, whatever. Um, Absolutely. Maybe you can chime in, man. But, uh, you know, I I love love all, man. I love all. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You know, I know, especially the way I was raised, I'm sure Alex, you were raised the same. You know, you see everybody as being the same and you judge them off the content of their character, right? Yeah. You know, one of the famous quotes from Martin Luther King. And uh, you don't, you don't, you know, you don't hate somebody because of their skin. You don't hate nobody, period, right? Yeah. You may dislike them, but you don't hate yeah. them. And, uh, you know, what we're going to talk about today, we don't want it to, um, you know, we want to. It, it, sometimes it's good to make people uncomfortable because it takes them out of their comfortability. Yeah. Them being comfortable to kind of make you think outside the box. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we want to do, but we don't want to offend anybody. Um, this is just some things how we feel and some factual things. Um, yeah. but you know, it's really good stuff to talk about to help move the culture and to help maybe other cultures and other ethnicities and races to understand maybe how we may feel, especially being young black millennials in uh, the U.S. today, yeah. you know? Yeah. I agree, man. Um, so let's just dive into it, bro. Yeah, let's, so. do, let's do it, man. Like, you know, uh, I guess one of the things that, you know, we deal with today um, starts all the way back from the past, right? Let, you know? let me, let me, let me mm-hmm. I don't want to cut you off. Yep, you got it. But I don't, I don't know if we'll show this video or not, but, you know, we got the DeLorean here, right? Mm. One of your favorite movies, one of my favorite movies, yep, yep. Back to the Future, right? Yeah. Um, so imagine if you had the DeLorean. Yep. Imagine if you get time travel. Okay. Okay. Imagine if you can go back 150 years, mm. 200 years. Mm. Maybe you could go see your great great grandma. Would you want to go? If they had Popeye's chicken and they gave me some free fried chicken, yeah, you know, you know, we like our chicken. You know, they gonna have a watermelon. Oh, put some salt in that watermelon and make sure make sure you have some grape juice, sugar, water, and the color purple. That's right. what I'm saying. No, but really, would you want to go back? Um, want me to be honest? Um, 
to meet my grandmother, but the time of that particular era, I probably wouldn't, because I believe I'll probably die in the first five minutes. Yeah, my, I, my movie would would have so, ended. So we going back, bro. Let's go back. We going back. Let's go back. Let's um, go back. Let's let's talk about some things. <laughs> okay, so uh, I mean the biggest one, slavery. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, I can speak on, you know, just from my family experiences as far as you know stories I've heard. Uh, on slavery, uh, I mean, just maybe 80 years ago, my grandma, she was, wasn't was a slave, but, you know, mm-hmm. she was picking peanuts, you know, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, just to hear that story from her lets you know that we're not that far removed from it, man. No, but not at all. Uh, you know, I think about, you know, uh, shout out to my, my grandmother, Jenny, um, very loved person. Um, but she's 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 ninety years old, or in her nineties, and you know you think about one hundred and fifty years or whatever the case may be, uh, give or take. You know that's not a long time ago because you think about you know my grandmother, she, you know she's ninety years old, um, and so sixty years outside of that, slavery. Mm-hmm. So you know a lot of people may say, hey, man, that was a long time ago, um, but really it, it wasn't. It sounds like it was a long time ago, but it really wasn't. My my great grandmother was probably released, you know, like right right when that happened, man. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I I just want to talk about how you know important our education is, you know, today as compared to what we had to go through back during those days, man. Um, as far as uh, prohibition of reading or education of slaves um you know Mm -hmm. that's something that you know we were denied uh you know south carolina passed the first law prohibiting slave education in 1740 um Mm. so just the thought of you know not being able to even learn or read and write man like i think that's something we take for granted today man yeah that's a big deal um you know because you know, I mean, I mean, it's very important to take your education and take the opportunity that's been given to you seriously. I, I, I think the biggest issue with that, though, is, you know, we, you know, being when slavery ended, I believe it was around 18, I want to say 1865, I believe. Um, when that ended, um, you know, we had to start out from scratch. Mm-hmm. You know, it was pretty much, hey, let slavery go. Go be an American the best way you can possible, and we had nothing. And a lot of times we had to start things basically from scratch. And I know that had to be a difficult, difficult thing to do, yeah. um, because I mean, think about that. Like that's like saying, you know, hey man, go do something you don't know how to do, or go live and be in this culture that you know nothing about. Yeah. Because for this long, from how many decades or centuries or years. You've been in slavery, and you've always been told what to do instead of, you know, actually getting out and actually doing it yourself and actually, you know, building a legacy, which we talked about mm-hmm. in the first episode. Mm-hmm. So that's, a t- I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough deal to be handed, right? I mean, especially even being thrown into an economy that 
really is not set up by you. You know what I mean? Right. As far as learning, learning how the economy works, learning how to make money, save money, um, you know, buy a house, buy a car, learning what credit is. Yeah. Uh, and I still think, like we talked about before, man, that's something that a lot of us don't know how to do, man. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something we need to we need to focus on as a people. Uh, like we said before, is learning learning what your credit score is. Yeah, something simple like that. Um, but I don't want to segue off too far from just you know the slavery topic. Uh, one thing I did want to bring up is you know my last name. Okay. Uh, you know my last name is Brown. Uh, and, you know, the story that I heard, you know, how my family got this last name is, uh, you know, the slave owner of my, I'm not sure if it was my great-great-grandma or, you know, how far back it was, but her slave owner actually raped her. And, you know, the kid that she had, uh, you know, he being a mixed kid at the time, they didn't want him, you know, the slave owner didn't. So they ended up giving the, the baby away to another family or another black slave family. Mm-hmm. His last name was supposed to be Let. That's that's what I heard. Uh, you know, his last name was Let. And this family that adopted him was Browns. Okay. And, you know, that's how we got our last name. And I'm sure I, that, that's not the only time that's ever happened, right, as far as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somebody being raped or uh, I know that happened a lot. Uh, even like you know, Thomas Jefferson had a whole family with you know one of his slaves. He had right, right. Um, so I'm sure that happened to to plenty. But just actually hearing that, man, like mm-hmm. that just does something to you, man. You know, it, it does, man. And like you know, one of the things that's crazy is because, man, like if you hear things of that magnitude um, today, I mean, it is catastrophic, right? It's it's like, man, this is. It was outrageous, but man, this happened on a, almost on a regular basis back in the day. Like I can't even fathom as far as being in that type of situation. You know, you're waking up early every single day, whatever, four or five o'clock in the morning, and you're out in the field, and this is what you're being told what to do. And mm-hmm. you know, and, and our listeners that you know are listening, you know, the reason why we're covering this topic because it's an interesting topic. It's, it's something that. Most in America almost feel like they want us to erase, right? Yeah. They want to they want to erase that memory exactly. and say, you know, I, I seen something that was interesting. I was watching like a, I think it was like a YouTube or something like that, or and somebody was at a rally or something, and and the person was like, well, I know it's only being this blah 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 years, but get over it. It's getting old. You gotta blah blah. You gotta you pretty much you gotta move on. It's like, hey, I get that. I get that. Mm. But you know. The grass is always greener on the other side, right? If you're on the other side and you're looking over and you're like, well, why can't that grass be green as mine's? Yeah. Well, you don't know. Maybe the sun don't shine as bright on that yard, if if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, it, it's it's a it's a touchy topic, and we wanted to talk about this, and this is, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, you have this podcast because, you know, we're trying to push the message and push people to think 
and actually bring people together to understand maybe, hey, you know, listen to our side of the story, right? I mean, I know how I feel um, as far as uh, not knowing my history, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you can talk to, uh, you know, different races, not, you know, not just white, not just Asian or, you know, whatever, but you can talk to plenty of other races that's not black. Right. You know, and they can tell you, like, yeah, my family, you know, we're fifth generation from Ireland, like, you know, whatever, or Great Britain mm-hmm. or Spain or or whatever. And, you know, that's something we can't do, man. You know, our history, beyond knowing anything of slavery, that's it. Like, that's all we know, man. Right. So imagine, you know, imagine the listeners out there, just imagine, you know, if if you're not black, just imagine feeling that way, you know, not right. knowing where you come from or what your family used to do and be uh, when they came over here, how they came over. My family, I'm sure they came over on one of them crowded slave ships. You know what I mean? Where hundreds of slaves were dying just making that passage over, man. Right, right, right. Um, it's it, heartbreaking, man. It is. And, like, you know, I, I, I think a lot of times in America, you know, you should be aware of where you come from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to do that sometimes. Um, you know, and, and not just speaking to, you know, just for anybody in general, not just blacks, but if you, you know, if, if, if you're white or whatever, you know, race you come from, if you really don't know your background and stuff, you know, or if you care to know your background, but you can't find any information from that, it's just tough sometimes. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a difficult thing. And it's something that even affects us now today. I honestly believe that. You know, and that's something that you talk about next. You know, it's kind of crazy when you read that Willie Lynch speech, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or the letter. You know, here's a guy that was from, you know, uh, pretty much he, he was from Britain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he came from, you know, he came to James um, River in Virginia in 1712 um, to pretty much speak on how to control your slaves. And the things that he said in there, man, it, it's kind of like, man, it's shocking, right? Mm. And it's something where it's like, man, this this really happened, you know? And he was pretty much telling people, and, and really, you know, you know, lynching came from his last name, mm. you know, Lynch. And he was pretty much telling things how how to pin the slaves against each other, so you know they. They 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 go against each other and they always respect their master and you know he had all these things to say and you know and the things that he he did express it's like man I, I, to me it's almost like we go through that today in terms of gang violence and in terms of the way we may look at each other and sometimes you know we do come across that problem versus you know light skin versus dark skin you know and what you you know it. it Man, it was crazy reading that letter because I think I read that letter maybe five years ago, and it was like, "Wow, mm. like mm. this is, this is crazy." That is, know? man. That is, you know, that's crazy. And like you said, I think some of that you can even relate to today. You know, as far as what you see, uh, you know, our mentality. Uh, you know, just being black in America, uh, which leads us to our next topic. Uh, as far as 
being black in America and what it means. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we our first episode we talked about that uh, four forty four album, and uh, I don't know if anybody's seen the title video where uh, you know he had different people just talking about you know what it's like to be black in America. Right. Uh, and I can't, I cannot remember that guy's name. What is his name? Uh, his last name is Ali, but he he played in uh, Moonlight, and he also played in. If you watch Luke Cage on Netflix, he was the he pretty much was the kingpin in the sense he had to he was the owner of the yeah, club. Yeah, so I, I love that show. Um, yeah. But it's it's Ali. I, I you know actually let me look at his name. But keep going. I, I, yeah, I love I love that show. By the way, Daredevil. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, but uh, you know, he talked about you know when you're out. I mean, I know how we act like me and you like right now. But when you're actually out in America, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, as far as being on the defense all the time, you always feel like you have to um, defend you and yours, you know what I mean, as far as, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Um, but, I, you know, like, and, and just a real quick, his name is Mahershala Ali. Um, he was a really talented actor. Yeah. Um. But so, but but pretty much what he was stating that hey, like man, like you know, you move through this world as far as being a, a black man and woman, you're always on a defense. You're always trying to make sure, like, because you really can't go out like, hmm, let me invest in this, let me invest in that, because most sometimes, being honest, most of the families that we come from, you know, you really don't have investments already waiting for you, or you're not really talk to about hey your credit score let me you know let me help build your credit up let's open up a credit card let me co-sign do things like because your parents are not able to do that because maybe they already was in a hole which started from a hole from their parents and so on and so on Mm -hmm. um but you you know we're always on the defense um because it's sad to say you know i never really talk about this either it's sad to say but like a lot of times when you think certain things happen you think that man, uh, you don't know if it's like, man, is it is this racism or 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 is it being prejudiced or am I doing a bad job? Like, wh- what am I doing? And these are things that are in your in your mind, in your conscience, and it's hard. And that's why you're always on the defense, right? Yeah. You're always playing defense. You never really get the ball. And some people are fortunate enough; they do get that. They do mm-hmm. are able to play on the offense, and they're able to be afforded a life where, and it, you know, I commend those people. But that's at least in the black community sometimes it almost seem like it's unreachable to to at least get on offense, to get the and, rebound, right? And see, I think we're always on the defense because of how we are portrayed. Right. You right. know what I mean? As far as uh you know, not smart, uh uneducated, yeah, um, yeah. over sexualized, overly aggressive, mm-hmm. uh and I think that's why we're always on the defense trying to prove like, hey, you know, I'm a good guy or, you know, I'm smart. I can mm-hmm. I can do just as good as you can. Um, you know, I can figure the same thing out that, you know, you working on. Yeah. Uh, you know, perfect example, Egypt, pyramids, yep. math. Uh, you know, we created math, man. Um so we we're we're really intelligent, man, and I think that's why nowadays, like I said, we're always on the defense because we're portrayed as these uh, educated, uh, hypersexual 
beings. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. And it's it's really not fair, man. I mean, like Jay Z said, "How's Al Sharpton or Bill Cosby going to help me?" Like those two were two two of the top figures as far as supposed to be the modern citizen, right? right. Like the 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 you know perfect model of a citizen as far as being African Americans in it, and they've let the culture down seriously. Yeah. And and the thing is, is like like yo man, like you know it's. It's difficult at times. And, and and for our listeners, and, you know, we're not making excuses. We're just giving you the perspective, like, what we've been through, like, you know, and it is hard. You know, sometimes we look on the news or what you've, what I've personally experienced. You know, as a kid, you know, living in Union, South Carolina, you know, I went to a school. Um, I was very young, but I remember going to a school, Buffalo Elementary, and I remember kids calling me the N-word. And at the time, I didn't know what that meant, that meant mm-hmm. right? You know, my mother was from, you know, Dayton, um, you know, inner city of Dayton. So she was from the city. And, and, and my father at the time, he's from New York City. He's from Queens. And, you know, he you deal with that a little bit, but not as much. So they didn't really have that conversation with us. And and, and that's kind of crazy. You know, you kind of got to tell your kid who's three, four years old to be like, hey, man, like, you know, there's differences in this world. Yep. At that age, you don't want to tell your kid that to be like, hey. That's something you shouldn't have to have to talk to. Right. You shouldn't have to talk to your kid about and be like, hey, man, you know, you may be called the N-word or kids may say that you're different, but know that you're not. Like, for a young kid, that's hard to kind of gather that in and actually right. think that out and be like, oh, I get it. Yep. Because at the time when they would say stuff like that, I was kind of like, okay, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, my two older brothers, you know, my oldest brother understood that. Um, which he did a really great job in terms of like gathering me and my brothers up and be like, no matter what they say, you know, you're somebody special, right? Mm-hmm. But th- I mean, just imagine that you had to talk to your kid about that. I think, you know, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I have a son and he's, you know, half black, half Mexican. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, I would, that's something I think about all the time. Like, man, like, what is he going to have to go through as far as, uh, you know, being a minority, but also being right. half and half. You know what I mean? Like that's. Yeah, I get you. Yep. Yep. So you know, that's something I I have to worry about with him. Uh, you know, how would I go about teaching him? You know, hey man, you you know don't listen to what people say as far as you know the color of your skin or your background, your ethnicity or whatever, man. You know, you're somebody important, and that's something we want to you know let everybody know. You know. We all bleed the same color, man. You do. And and everybody's important. Everybody has some type of significant investment in this lifetime, right? Yeah. And so, like, I mean, like, that's, that's real. Like, you know, because, you know, everybody has loved ones. Everybody wake up the same and everybody get dressed the same. Everybody Puts feels the same. On. Everybody cries. Everybody, yeah. I mean, you. everybody has all these emotions. And, you know, it's just tough sometimes, you know, because... Sometimes, you know, you looked at it in a certain way, you know, because one of the things I, I've dealt with before, and I'm sure, Alec, I mean, A.B., you've dealt with this before as well, is that, you know, if you've been out to certain areas, um, which is, you know, is predominantly, you know, predominantly a, a different race or whatever the case may be, it's not as diverse, and you felt some type of way um, because maybe certain looks you're getting or a kind of a look like, well, what are you doing out here? Or maybe if you walk past someone, they clench their purse really tight. 
and I know they show this in the movies, and it may seem like, man, that's that's it's movie like cliche. Yeah, it's cliche, but no, it's real. Like it's honestly real. And I'm not. I don't now. Do I think everybody's like that? No, of course, I don't think that. But when it does happen, it's almost like a reality check that you have to deal with that everybody doesn't deal with, and it, it's hurtful at times, right? Mm-hmm. You know? I agree, man. Uh, I mean, we're talking about stories, you know certain experiences we've had uh, <laughs> just recently, man. Uh, mm-hmm. This was maybe a year ago, man. My my fiance, uh, she's Mexican. Um, and, you know, she's never really experienced, uh, you know, someone being treated different because of, the, you know, the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have really two examples, man. Um I don't know if we're going too fast. No, 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 no. no. It's all um, good. You know, I'm in my apartments. You know, I think where I where I stay is one of the nicer apartment complexes yep, in, yep. in Kalamazoo. Um, and uh, you know, you got to drive your trash up to the little trash can or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm. You know, I got my trash. Uh, you know, I got my hat on to the back. You know, got my little chain on, whatever. Right, right. Um, you know, just expressing myself, being myself. You know right. how I dress. Yep, yep, I do. Um, so you know, I'm taking my trash out, and I see this lady, man, of a different color. Uh, you know, she's walking up to the trash can, holding the trash bag, and she looks right at me as I'm grabbing my trash. And if you could have seen the look on her face, man, like she had seen the devil himself, or you know, something like that. Right, right. This lady, instead of throwing her trash in a trash can to, you know, have to walk by me, she turns around and walks probably 100 feet just so she can avoid an interaction with me. So I'm just standing there looking like, is this really happening? Right, 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 right. (laughs) And then she's standing behind some bushes, Mm -hmm. hiding. Uh Uh-huh. And peeking over to see if I left yet. Oh, man. Holding her trash. Right, This right. happened just last year. I was just like, this is... It's ridiculous. Lady, I'll take your trash out for you. I don't care. <laughs> just just give it to me. I'll throw it in there for you. And, and that's the thing. Like, hey, man, listen. <laughs> all right. You know, I'm going to be honest. So, like, you know, we all get... Come on, man. Like, <laughs> now, I do want to break this down. This is my opinion. And, you know, there there's a difference between racism and prejudice. I believe everybody in America has some type of, or everybody in the world has some type of prejudice towards something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And pre- to me, prejudice means you're prejudging. Before you actually get to know something or get to know that person or get to understand the substance of something, you prejudge it. Yeah. And so I get that part. You know, I get that part and I do. And sometimes it is a little bit, you know, it's a little bit unfair sometimes to be you know, to prejudge someone. Yeah. Um, but if all you know is what you see on TV, yep. like we talked about earlier. Or oh, how you're portrayed. How we're portrayed. Yeah. And and that's anybody. Like, you know, the whole thing, uh, not to, you know, not to go off topic real quick. I mean, not to go off topic, but, you know, the whole thing what happened with the 9-11 thing, right? And the, the portrayal that they gave, you know, the people from the Middle East, you know, I mean, and because everybody thought, like, man, if you're from the Middle East or if you talk, 
Islamic or something like that. You she were the, you were a terrorist or something, yeah. and that's not that's not true. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to really watch, you know, what is giving to us, what is what is being fed to us, because hey, it's not it's not it's not good seasoning. I put it like that. <laughs> it's not good seasoning, right? And so, like, you got to really understand what they're showing you. And, and a lot of times, what have happened in the past, you know, from the seventies, uh, mainly the you know late eighties or mid eighties to the early nineties, because with the whole rap thing, mm-hmm. it's like they blew that up out of proportion to everybody being thugs, everybody being killers and robbers. And mm-hmm. and one thing I will say, some of the music didn't help that, but it's, you have to understand how to separate the two, right? Yeah. To separate, like, yo, like, not everybody is living that life. Yeah. You know, you got some real modern citizens, mm-hmm. you know. And, 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 and let's be real. Everybody dabble into some type of crime or something like that. And I'm speaking in terms of race. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what race it is, everybody commits it. I mean, you know, have some part of crime. Not saying you individually, but just if you get what I mean. Right. And sometimes you have to really look at that and really actually dissect and be like, you know what, man, everybody's not like that, right? Mm-hmm. You got to get to know people. You got to understand their character, and which is hard sometimes as well, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, going back to my story, man, mm-hmm. like, that's how I felt. I mean, it, it didn't really affect me until later that day. I was just like, man, you know, this is what this lady thinks of me, or, you know, she had this prejudice towards me. Now, let's be honest, though, just real quick. I said, I want to ask you a question. Like, does that, like, you're you're a grown-ass man, right? Right, right. Grown-ass man. Does that kind of hurt a little bit? No, it definitely hurt. Yeah, like, like you you go in the house and you're like, man, like, is it something with me? Right. I mean, it almost made you look at yourself in the mirror, like, what? I mean, I, I know... One topic of it, you know, is my skin color, but is it how I dress or, mm-hmm. you know, I should be able to express myself any way I want to. Right. Um. So, I, you know, that, that did hurt, man. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, wow. And, you know, my fiance, she was just like, did that lady really just not throw her trash away and walk and hide behind the bushes and peek out? Like, she was sitting there watching her. She was just blown away, too, man. Right. And, you know, she felt sorry for me as well. And, you know, I had explained to her, I'm just like, you know, it's another day in the life. (laughs) And that's true. And, like, sometimes, like, because you become numb to it, right? You do. And, you know, like, like, yo, this is crazy. Because, I mean, like, and some to speak on that woman, maybe she has some type of trauma in her life with men. Maybe it wasn't because of his, his skin color. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But the thing is, um, what I want to touch on is that, you know, maybe you felt that way because other experiences that you've had. So you're almost kind of programmed to feel like, like, man, it's because I'm black. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to come over here. And it's like, maybe she felt the total opposite way, but it's it's things that's been, you know, may have happened in our lives or things that you've seen other people go through or stories that you may have heard from your parents or, mm-hmm. you know, just incidents, instance, instances that you've had that makes you think that way. And, and that can be a difficult thing. And, you know, and, and to my listeners, you know, in anything in life, no matter if it's race or someone at your job that's judging you, no matter what color you are, but if somebody's at your job judging you or whatever the case may be, that's a tough life to live, mm-hmm. to try to go through that, 
being prejudged all the time and somebody having a pre-notion of like, yo, like, you know, you, you're not a hard worker because I just have this feeling you're not a hard worker. But yeah. you're like, yo, man, I'm, I'm really a hard worker. I'm trying. Like, yeah. that's tough, right? Yeah. Very tough. I'll take pride in my work, man. So that's something. <laughs> it's tough. That I will never let anybody say about me. Alex will, A.B., I should say, will work. I right. will work, work my ass off. Yeah, we got to work, man. Shoot. Yeah, too, yeah. Wife, wifey's ain't having it. <laughs> if you don't work, you don't bring home the dinner. You don't bring home that chicken and watermelon. They like, yo, mm-hmm. yo, get them, get them out the door. So do you do you have a story where you felt, you know, you were prejudged or, you know? Oh, definitely, man. Like, I actually, you know, and, and I know this is like a topic where everybody's like, Jesus, man, give this a break. <laughs> but like, but the whole thing with this whole cop thing, right? Like I've I've had stories, but you know some some examples where, man, I, you know, in Dayton, Ohio, there's a main street called Third Street. You got Third Street in Gettysburg, right? Third Street in Gettysburg. I'm not gonna lie, like it's one of the nicest places you want to go, and you know you got swimming pools, and you got, you know, what I'm saying you you're feeding babies. Like no, you don't, right? Like, it's it's not a, it's not a nice neighborhood. But these are things that I, you know we grew up around, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you know I remember driving up on Third Street, and I remember seeing a cop. Right, a cop is going this way. Me, me, and I had two. My, well, my brother, and then I had a close friend. You know, uh, my brother. You know, my brother Marquis. Shout out to him and, and Dominique. Shout out to him as well. You know, I'm driving down the street, and they're going the opposite. You know, opposite way. I pull into the gas station, and then as soon as I open up the door, I get out. I hear the cop like, "Hey, I need your license and registration, please." And I'm like, "Well, what did I do?" Like I'm, I'm like stuck. I'm like, whoa, like you know. Right. So I gave him my license, and you know, and I show him my registration, and I, I asked him a question. I'm like, man, you know, what, wh- what is this for? I don't understand. Well, you fit the description of someone. And then right then and there, I'm like, oh, who? Mm. You know, I was young at the time. I was probably like 19 at the time. You know, and uh, you know, I was, I was confused, and I was like, dude, like. Wow, who do I fit the description of? You know, which leads me to a funny joke. So Dave Chappelle, I look, I, I probably mentioned Dave Chappelle a lot of times on this show because that dude is hilarious, uh-huh. and he actually brings up jokes that you know question the culture and like, you know, he I mean, makes you feel uncomfortable, joke, right? Though, sometimes he no, he be saying some real. His jokes is reality, yeah. right? Yeah. And so he said, <laughs> he was saying, hey, you know, all right. He's like, he, he like, I was standing in my house and he was like, some reason why I wanted to go out and buy, you know, uh, you know, those radios for, you know, to hear like interception of cops. Like, you know, <laughs> so he says he's in his room, he's like listening to him. And he said, the guy's like, calling all cop cars, calling all cop cars. We're looking for a black man from the height of four foot two and seven two. He was like, well, shit, that's everybody. Like, right. And so when the cop said he's looking for the description, I mean, I fit the description or like, I, you know, whatever, you know, I was kind of like, man, I was stuck. And I was just like, oh, who, man? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just a normal kid. I'm, I'm trying to go play some basketball down the street. But he pulled us over because everybody in the, in the car had hats on and blah, blah, blah. And somebody may question, well, it's the way you wear your clothes. Well, man, like, that's our culture. Yeah. That's our culture. I like wearing hats. I like, I, like, I like some of the things I wear. And so for that to happen, I mean, that was kind of alarming to me and me being a young, you know, a young male at the time. 
I mean, it was kind of disheartening a little bit. It was kind of like, man, like, you know, and, and the guy just gave me back this stuff. He didn't say sorry. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, he just gave me back my stuff. He got his car car and drove off when mm-hmm. he ran, after he ran our place, he ran, and he asked for everybody's license inside the car. And so it was just kind of like, man, like this, this is real out here. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I think we talked about this the other day, man. We're talking about police being more diverse. Yeah. Weren't we talking about that? Yep. I want to encourage our people to go for these jobs, man. Yeah. You know, that know what it's like, you know, to live in the inner city. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? Not necessarily, <laughs> you know, how, you know, NWA after police, all that stuff. I don't want to be like that. No, don't. No. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's not the way to be, but... <laughs> Well, let me tell you this real quick. Yo, Alex, I don't know about you, but I want the police. Damn. I mean, because if you don't got no police, I mean, shit is popping off. And, like, I don't want that. Like, you know, people <laughs> just breaking into your house, treating it like it's Walmart, like a free-for-all Walmart or something like that. Like, man, y'all want that. Hey, like, I'm at home alone this week by myself. Yeah, we traded places. I was home, I was home alone <laughs> last week locking the basement door. So if I need to call the cops for anything, I want them to show up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> And, and and what the message is getting across on this is is that man look, but well because and you can chime on this real quick, Alex is that sometimes cops that may not be from certain areas they don't understand the movement and maybe the tone of that particular culture, so they may be like, hey, I don't know what this guy doing. I think he's about to make a move. Yeah, and then it's three shots, four shots, six shots ringing off. And it's like, man, like, and so that's why I encourage people or maybe some type of training or something like that, because I mean, like everybody's been in areas where you're not familiar with. And when you're there, you're kind of really uncomfortable. You're there and you're kind of like, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on right now. And so, cause I'm, I'm imagining, I would say it has to be tough for cops, like it has to be tough mm. for them because they don't understand what's going on. They don't understand. They just thinking like, hey, look, for what I understand, you know, certain people are hostile. I don't understand certain things, you know. He might pull his gun out on me. He might. Right, right. And so you're trying to protect yourself. And I'm not, and I'm not speaking on anything that's happening in recent as far as the shootings and stuff like that. But I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm thinking on both sides of the fence, right? Right, right. And that's definitely understandable, man. So, like I was saying, maybe we should, we should go for more jobs like that. Just people that understand the culture, you know, that's not, that hasn't ever encountered a black person but three times in their life. Right. You know, that can only have a perceived perception of them. Based right, off of right. what they see on television, right, right, um, you know, and we shouldn't hate the police. The police are here to, you know, enforce the laws, um, you know, and make sure people abide by them, right. Not take advantage of them for themselves, like we right, see right. a lot, uh, you know, as far as like corrupt cops, but just people that that understand, you know, well, what it's like, yeah, and understand what's going on. Um, you know, and and, and it's and, and but but it, it's also a tough subject. Like that's a it's very tough, um, because I couldn't imagine putting myself in that situation. That's what I'm not. That's why I'm not a cop. I love to save people, but mm-hmm. I couldn't be a cop because I wouldn't want to put myself in that situation. But I mean, some tough things happening. But you know, something, I, and I think this may this this is a good topic because 
I think this may raise the eyebrows of some people. Mm-hmm. And some people may be mad at me for saying this, but I can play the villain every now and then, right? <laughs> but one thing that we have to start doing as a culture, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter, right? Mm-hmm. And I know some people are going to get mad at me about this, but man, like the thing, you know, with that whole Black Lives Matter, and, and the notion of someone's, someone said to me before, like, hey, man, like, they say they they want to kill cops and kill whites. Hey, listen, man, that I've never heard. At least from from what I've I've seen, I've never heard that ever. <laughs> I've never seen that ever. And the whole purpose of the whole Black Lives Matter is to say, hey, man, like our people matter, man. Please don't don't kill us if 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 we're not warranting a threat to you. Yeah, if I'm running from you, please. Yeah, I mean, just take me you on. Know, Taste me or something. Tackle me. Yeah, taste me or something, man. Don't don't put a hot one in me. But but man, for real, like that that it's whole not funny. I'm sorry for laughing. No, nah, but man, but that whole thing is not like a it's it's not like it what people are making us to making that whole group to seem like and I've had people say this to me before that man, that's like another form of KKK. No, it's not. Like like we gotta stop that, man. Like, no, it's not. Really, but I do have a bone to pick with the Black Lives Matter whole movement thing. Like, you can't. Like, that's how I. A good analogy before I go into this, Alex. What would you do if somebody walk in their home? It's it been raining outside all day, and they jump in the mud. They got mud on their sneakers, and they go inside the house with mud just tra- traveling everywhere. Mm-hmm. Are you going to take your shoes off before you work in your house? No. Because you're going to be like, obviously, this person don't care about their carpet or their floors. And so naturally, you're just going to walk into the house with your shoes on, right? Right. And you can see they got dirt all over their floors. So you're just going to walk in their house. And so what I'm, what I'm making this analogy is, is that in the Black Lives Matter whole movement thing, it's like, man, you can't, people, people will respect or be more aware when you, you know, it's, I know if if a cop kills a, a, a someone um, that's you know that that's of African American or, or black, and you march, but then you also march when you have some type of gun violence in the neighborhood. You march for that as well because then that validation show like man, no matter who it is, mm-hmm. it matters. Like it matters. You, you you can't we can't have this anymore, right? Right. And I know a lot of people are gonna probably disagree with me on that. But that's my only that's my only beef, I guess I would say, with the whole Black Lives Matter. It's like, man, come on, like you gotta you gotta serve both purposes, right? Don't contradict yourself. Right. Right. So if you <laughs> if you out killing your own people, don't try to say that those lives matter and you don't even care for those lives. Right? Right, because I mean, Chicago, right? Yeah, that, that whole thing. Man, we should be marching every day for that. Chicago. <laughs> I mean, they, it's real out there. Man, it is real, man. I get my Garrett popcorn, and I come back. I come back, bro. I, I get, stay on Michigan Ave. Man, Michigan Ave, and that's what... <laughs> but, it, but, <laughs> but, but, nah, but, like, just all, all reality, all real. It's like, man, you got to march for that stuff you got to stand up for that stuff and then people will validate that man like if you don't got respect for your own house how can you respect how can you expect anybody else to have respect for it right if you don't have respect for your own people your own race 
Right. Right. Who's going to respect your race if you can't even respect it? Right. Which is the topic. Back to the future. Never backwards. Never man. backwards. We, we have to do better, man. Um, which, you know, leads us to our positive seasoning, right? Where we at right now? Yeah, we perfect timing. Oh. Um, you know, the topic, we, we talked about back to the future um, and how the past has affected us today. Um, but we also have hope, right? We got a lot of hope, man. Because what we can do today will positively or negatively affect our future as a people. Right. Uh, and one thing I wanted to, to touch on in my, you know, my positive seasoning is, you know, glorifying sports and rap, you know, or whatever entertainment figures, man, as far as in a black community. I mean, I like we talked about it before. It takes a genius to be able to be LeBron James or mm-hmm. just having that, that mindset of, uh, you know, training your body, you know, right. learning. I mean, even what you do, you know what I mean? What you did in college, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's very respectable, man. Like, I, I can't speak on that. But just knowing you and, you know, the work you put in, that's work, man. It is hard work. And, and you know, to touch on what, what Alex is getting at is that, you know, hey, man, like, you know, to all the, you know, especially being a young kid out there, man, it's nothing to dream. If you could dream about being a professional basketball player or athlete, you can also dream to be whatever you want. You know, one of the things is is that, man, you don't have to go out and make six figures and make right. crazy money, but do something that you love to do, invest in your time and be the person that you want to be, right? Yeah. Like that's all that's all you need. Invest into into what you want to be. Yeah. If you want to be a dancer, hey, man, I pay that much, but be a dancer. Yeah. You want to be you want to be you know, a veterinarian, be a veterinarian. Like yeah. you can, you can accomplish those things. And this is things, and this is for any message for anybody out there mm-hmm. is that, man, be whoever you want to be and don't always follow the norm. Right. You know, we, we don't have to entertain people. Right. And that's be. something, you know, that I wanted to touch on is, you know, being black, you know, even back, I mean, perfect movie is probably not a real good example. It's probably not. I'm sure they work it's out. probably to the extreme. This but the, Django. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about that before. Yep. Entertainment. You know, the the scene where they're fighting. The Mandingos. The yeah. Mandingos. Mm-hmm. Like, even back then, that's something we did was entertain our slave owners. And I don't want us to stay in the mindset of entertaining people. You know, use your mind. Right, use your mind, man. Use your mind. That's something we brought up earlier as far as, you know, the ancient Egyptians. Like, you know, as far as math and, you know, we're very intelligent people. Um, And that's something that we need to, we need to know, you know, football, basketball. Like, that's fun to do, but that's not all you can do, man. Empowerment to to the communities, you know, and just you know, for you know all of our listeners, man, what this podcast is meant to do is just to empower everyone. If you're black, white, yellow, green, everyone, and mm-hmm. and we also want everybody to embrace our culture and to embrace, you know, so we all can become one. Yep. To one day, we don't have to go fill out a job application, 
and it says that you're you're black or white. No, we we're Americans. Yeah, we're all Americans. At the end of the day, we're Americans, and we even love the people across the water. You know, and that's the bang thing that we want to do with this uh, podcast. It's a movement, man. It's definitely a movement, and uh, you know, to care about one another and to honestly believe that hey, I can be more than just an entertainer. I can be more than just what everybody wants me to be a doctor. I can be more, but I can be something where I can express myself. Yeah. If you want to be, you know, I'm loving this podcast. I mean, how you, how you like it? <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. It's a, it's an avenue to express yourself. That's if, what I, and that's something I, I don't do. You right, know? I right. Mean, not right. on a normal basis, but, you know, this is totally stepping out of my comfort zone, um, you know, as far as for the people that know me. But, you know, I feel like we... We're intelligent. Yeah, we can express ourselves yeah. intelligently. Um, and and if you want to be a podcaster, that's what you want to do with your life. Do that with your life. I mean, understand there's always some struggle or there's always something behind that. But be what you want to be in life. Yeah, well, yeah. I agree, man. Just don't don't put all your what do they say? What's e- eggs in the basket in one basket. Don't don't do it, man. Have a plan B. If you want to play basketball through high school, through college, to get you through college, maybe to the NBA, do yeah, it. Do it. Have a plan B. Have a, always have a plan B. Have man. a plan B. That's something my dad always told me. He said, "Man, just don't bank on sports, man. Right. Invest in yourself. Invest man. in your mind and your body. Yeah. Mind, body, and soul, man. Yes, sir. Man, this is this is this is really good, man. This is this might be." One of my favorite podcasts. I, f- I felt like, man, we can go like hours talking about this stuff, man, mm-hmm. because it's always something that me and Alex share with, with one another. And that I think that everybody, you know, should have dialogue and knowledge that can share with one another. No matter race, no matter who you are, you should have that dialogue. Yeah. And hopefully our listeners listen to this and they can honestly say, man, I learned something from this today. Yeah. You know? Or even if you didn't learn nothing, we just want you to think. Just think, yeah, open your mind. Just open your mind um, and just better the world we live in. Exactly, exactly. Better your life. Exactly. That's all I want to do is get better. Better. Get better. Get better. I want to be a better person, a better father, friend, co-worker. Mm -hmm. I want to be better at everything, you know. One day, one day, one day, I get better at ping pong, but that's another day. (laughs) That's another story for another day. Let's go. We didn't do it last time. We need to do that today. Hey, let's get to it, man. (laughs) Let's get to it, man. Hey, but, man, look, we appreciate everybody listening. Make sure you guys hit up the Season King underscore. I'm sorry, Season King. I keep messing that up. It's Season underscore Kings underscore podcast on Instagram. And then also make sure when you listen to this on iTunes or SoundCloud. Please rate us. Please, please give us a comment. Give us a review. We appreciate your feedback. Even if it's negative. Sometimes negative is a positive thing. Right. right. It's nothing but but something to learn from. Right? Yes, something to learn from. And and we we appreciate everybody that has been listening. Um, hey, this is the third episode in, man, and I feel like, you know, coming up, man. Coming, coming up. up in the world, right? Coming up, man. You know, we sounded more confident. I got a beard now. I'm looking sexy, you know. <laughs> That's alternate facts right there. And Dayton, we do this for y'all, man. 937. 937, man. Five Oaks, Trywood. I mean, come on, man. Like, 
We were just there this past weekend, right? Yeah. It was we all got love. some love in the Oregon, yeah, right? Yeah, that was crazy. Like a couple of people walked up to us, like, "Yo, man, I'm feeling this season King's podcast, man." I was like, I wanted to take my blazer off and be Superman at the time, <laughs> right? Like, that's what I thought. My man Alex over here, Batman. I'm Superman, man. We're whooping crimes ass. That's all we doing, man. <laughs> Hey, let's do it, bro. Oh, man, one love, man. We hey, back. You all kings. We back. We back from the past. We into the future. Make sure y'all make your future as bright as ever. You never want to leave. You never want to, you know, bring your past to the future. Always get better each and every day. Improvement. Yeah. God body. Every king has a season or a queen. Right. right. And make sure you season that food for thought so we can get a good taste. Yeah. Well, yeah let's be easy. Blah. We out.